Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, Mark, I am so excited for our returning guest today. Please let everyone know who's joining us. You know him from the show's final space. Bless the hearts and the upcoming HBO show, Minx. It's Oscar Montoya. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Third time, I believe. Third time. Third. Three times. Fourth? What do we? No, not definitely not fourth. Well, you did thinking, Nightmare on Elm Street. You did a Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. And then did, Berserk. Oh, and then Berserk. I did Berserk. You're right, Berserk. And wow. you and I have spoken. Uh, we have. We have. In the oh, past. Okay. okay. You okay. have bringing now, this up now in public. I'm bringing okay. it up. I'm bringing it up. <laughs> we are in front in of the children, Mark. Really? <laughs> yeah. You have since seen Joan Crawford's other better horror movie, Straight Jacket. Yes, I yes, I have. And you hadn't seen it at the time we recorded Berserk. And I when have we recorded not... Berserk, mm-hmm. I kept making the case that this isn't as good as Straight Jacket. And I think you're correct. <gasps> this is all I is that what you wanted to hear? Wow. That's what you wanted to hear. Wow, you brought something, some obscure old argument up just so you could be told you were right. That's yeah, welcome the to the most on game. Thing John, John, are we surprised? Are we surprised? <laughs> I, was gonna, I was saying that's the most on game thing Mark Reddy has ever done. <laughs> you, you should have, see like, it, John. A ledger of receipts. Uh, <laughs> I have the receipts. They call me the accountant. That you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a slide. It's just let's advocate for Straight Jacket. I'm glad there's another person in my camp. Uh-huh. Straight Jacket is fantastic, but also Berserk is exquisite as well. Everyone. No. Knows. Indeed. Too much oh, circus footage. Mark, oh, upsetting please, circus. Mark. Honestly, British that's your only footage. gripe. That that yeah. was your only gripe in Berserk. That's a pretty good one. That that for me, that is a in some ways a deal breaker. If it's actual circus footage of the '60s, I find it personally very upsetting. It's like, well, it takes me out of it's it. It's such a weird rule that you have established in your heart. You know, if there's '60s circus footage, I'm not on board. 
yeah, that <laughs> works for me. I mean, How does honestly... that affect you? What do you care? <laughs> well, I have to hear you yell about it. So it doesn't so. affect me. <laughs> well, you signed up to do this project. <laughs> I signed nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think uh, 60, especially British. Ugh. <laughs> so you grim. can't just say British from circus go, to British. <laughs> the sixties and seventies in England, especially like the later period, was just like a dark, upsetting, ugly time. The clothes were hideous. People were rough. The hair was bad. <laughs> oh my god! And then you add Our a circus to that. It's coming in swing. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, John! What happened before I showed up? <sighs> it's been tough. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but veering wildly away, <laughs> you just signed up for the Criterion channel. I did. Was this your first time having it? It's my it's my first time in my first movie ever. Okay, okay. Well, pump the brakes. <laughs> not not quite yet. Not quite yet. Were you what a do you fan? Think? Do you have any like? Are you do you buy uh, DVDs or Blu-rays? No, I'm not like you, Mark. I I don't. I have some Blu-rays, but I'm not a big collector. Cheetah just girls. because everything besides the Cheetah Girls. Those <laughs> <laughs> are autographed. Oh, of course. Yeah. By f only three of the four. Paw prints. Uh, I would, uh, I would get to ruin this autograph. It's going to be worth so much more money. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, I don't. Um, I should, but I, I just don't have any physical stuff of movies that I truly love. I have all of the John Waters movies. That's uh, a good one. There you go. And on DVD, I didn't even have, I don't okay. even have the Blu-ray collection. And what Has this stuff not been put on Blu-ray? A handful, not like, a, not the, not everything. All that heaven allows, I have that. <laughs> I love all that heaven allows. Uh, there's a lot of John Waters on the Criterion channel. Oh, oh, and I have Basket Case, which is my favorite horror movie of all oh, time. Oh, sure. And, oh, I have Rabid Grannies. And, is that a, what is okay. Rabid Grannies? Tell us about this. Ra Rabid Grannies is a schlocky. What? It's, it's a D movie. <laughs> yeah, I know, if you can believe it. <laughs> Robbed at the, the title. <laughs> Robbed at the Oscars that year. Um, yeah, it's just a, a schlocky, stupid movie about grandmas that want to eat their grandkids. You know, oh, who wow. could them? It's a documentary. Practical effects are fantastic. What'd you say? Is it a documentary? It's a documentary, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and is that all? Oh, and I have uh, Black Dynamite on Blu-ray. Love that's Black Dynamite. That's all I have. I don't have anything else. I always I'm putting think too much guy... of my trust in streaming media, unfortunately. Yeah, that's a mistake because you even if you buy something on streaming, you're only buying access to it. And it says in all the fine print, they can take that away at any moment. <gasps> no. So even when you buy something online, you don't actually have it. And I think uh, Blu-ray, even 4K Blu-ray, they say is the last physical media for a movie. Like there's not going to be another one after that. Are you sure? I, think, I feel like they said that about like eight tracks. <laughs> Technology's come a bit. They definitely said uh, that about LaserDisc. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a department store, John. <laughs> John, I feel like they said that about eight tracks, Flynn. <laughs> Yeah, got that tattooed. <laughs> okay, I have a question. If a hypothetical, if there's a fire in your house and you can mm. only grab two physical copies of, of the movies that you own, which two would you grab? Well, I know John's taking his grease leather jacket DVD. Oh, thank you for answering for me, Mark. <laughs> Appreciate that. I don't uh -huh. know. Maybe Death Spa. Oh! <gasps> 
I just mm-hmm. saw Mark. Did I tell you I just saw that movie? No, I, I love. I'm always weekend, advocate. Some people advocate I for like it. diseases research. I advocate for people to watch Death Spa. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's, it's amazing, fantastic. right? Yeah. In some ways, I, maybe next year that'll be my queen's choice. But instead, this year, okay, we're talking about a very controversial pron- pronunciation. <laughs> oh, uh, Beau Trava. Sure, let's go with that. Trava. What? I've heard. How would tra- you say it? How would you say it, Oscar? I would say Trave. Beau Trave. That makes sense. I've heard Beau Trave and Beau Trave. Google speech says Beau Trave. My husband says yeah. Beau Trave. And oh, what did you say, Mark? Interesting. I don't know. I don't even remember. I, I <laughs> am not committed to anyone. Either way, that's wow. the movie we're talking about. John, what's the deal with Beau Trave? Uh, Mark, let me tell you the deal with Beau Trave. It was directed by Claire Dennis with a screenplay by Dennis and Jean-Paul Fargo. And it's loosely based on Herman Melville's uh, novel, Bill, excuse me, novella, Billy Budd. What? Uh-huh. And no. a foreign legion officer, Galoop recalls his once glorious life leading troops in the Gulf of Djibouti. His existence there was happy, strict, and regimented, but the arrival of a promising young recruit plants the seed of jealousy in his mind. He feels compelled to stop him from coming to the attention of a commandant who he admires, but who ignores him. Ultimately, his jealousy leads to the destruction of both of himself and the recruits. It stars Dennis Levant, Marco, Michael Sabor, and... Gregory Collin. It premiered on September 4th in 1999 at the Venice Film Festival. I couldn't find any information on the budget, but according to Wikipedia, the box office is $570,000. The film was highly acclaimed in the United States. Charles Taylor of Salon.com wrote, Beau Travai is the most extreme example of Dennis's talent, baffling and exhilarating. I don't know when I've seen a movie that is in so many ways foreign to what draws me to movies and still felt under a spell. Jay Hoberman of The Village Voice wrote that the film is so tactile in its cinematography, inventive in its camera placement, and sensuous in its editing, that the purpose that the purposefully oblique and languid narrative is all but eclipsed. And that is the deal with Beau Travai. So Oscar, I chose this movie. I made you watch it. I don't know uh, if that was a good idea or a bad idea. What did you think? Had you seen it before? Did you I'm know sorry. anything going in? I am kind of shocked at this Billy Budd reference thing. <laughs> well, it I guess that sense. is, go It ahead. makes sense now watching it, but whoa, I didn't, wow, okay. I huh. think the essential thing it took from Billy Budd was like the sense of like a triangle between like the superior, the right. like master of arms, and then like the new recruit and like a kind of a quasi lover's triangle. Yeah, you know, like, cause Billy Budd is always my go-to reference for like gay novels. It's like the Brokeback Mountain of, of literature is Billy Budd. I've Bell's. never read it. You've read it? You never read it? Should I? Uh, I guess if I like boring. this movie. <laughs> Herman Melville, a book from the late 1800s <laughs> is boring? So. Yeah, can you believe it? Oh, <laughs> I can't. This was before Harry Potter. Oh, no. <laughs> when books started be getting interesting. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but Harry I Potter have... makes great Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard of this movie i must admit okay. before mark forced me to watch this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> um i thought that this was going to be like a fun silly romp because i feel like that's mark's whole deal most of the uh-huh. time uh-huh. you know his like reference points are like death spa <laughs> sure you know, you know sleep awake camp you know what i mean mm. just really sort of like sillier campier stuff so this sure. was a little bit of a whoa 
genre <laughs> shift for me. So I think like as soon as I contain multitudes, was, Oscar, which you know what I'm I'm just learning about. I'm learning. I mean, it takes a while. I'm just learning. It takes about. a while. Yeah. Um, but uh, as soon as you told me it was on the Criterion Channel, I was like, oh. <laughs> I have to dress the, up to watch okay. this movie. This yeah, isn't like, some willy-nilly my tux. <laughs> this isn't okay. some willy-nilly recommendation. Wow, okay. But then I thought it was something like I thought it was going to be something like uh, of of a mon oncle mm. of a Jacques Tati sort of thing. Sure. You know I mean? like, a touch of whimsy. Mm-hmm. Sure. Exactly, like a little whimsical, but this ain't it. <laughs> this is not I would not say whimsy. There is no whimsy here. Mm-mm, we ain't at the cho- chocolate factory, Charlie. This is not whimsical at all in some ways it's a chocolate factory in what way <laughs> regimented <laughs> movements that's a chocolate what? factory oh my god to compare this movie to the oompa loompas perspective mark no thank you rise up troops <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so what did you think of it what was your experience you know i i liked it i really liked it um it's slow <laughs> Yeah, it's slow, which is honestly, you know, that's that's on me. I had to check myself. Ah, I had to check myself because I was like, okay, it's slower than most of the movies that I'm used to. Sure. But I will say every single shot, the cinematography. Can we talk? We can. Please. Why we're here for (laughs) the saturated color. I mean, everything about the movie just looked beautiful. Beautiful. You got to get into the right headspace when you watch this because you got to yeah. really pay attention. This you ain't don't no casually light. put this on. Exactly. No. <laughs> this can't be playing in the background while you do your chores. First of all, if you don't speak French, that's a bad idea because it is in French. Subtitles. Okay. Subtitles. Yeah. Can't right. be on your phone. You can't be on your phone. No, you can't be One doing anything. Movies. You have to be staring at the scene. This is but- a free guy. <laughs> you were we'll on never your phone know. watching Free Guy? <laughs> yeah. Mark, that's not good. No, I would I would respect that movie and not go to it. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I You know what's weird is that I'm just curious about your takes on this movie. Would you consider this a gay movie? I think it's There's very no homoerotic. Maybe. Right. But, and it's essentially yeah. about this man's unrequited, like even undealt with like gay desires that he himself probably has never really reconciled with. And like right. his like, sure, his blows his whole life up, essentially. But would so, you yeah. call it a gay movie? Absolutely. John, what about you? I get what you're when you say gay movie, like you think like, why are you saying it's not a gay movie? Because it doesn't feel like fabulous. Well, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean no it's not Priscilla like, Queen of the Desert yeah, you know right, what I mean right, yeah. it's either Priscilla Queen of the Desert or the straightest movie you've ever seen right. or like Mystic River um mm-hmm. no I mean it's because I'm not totally sure I mean in, to call it like a gay movie there has to be like homosexuality but the whole thing is like male bodies like men looking at men like it's all i mean we will definitely going to be getting into it but let's move on yeah. hold on well, well these are all things we will unpack when <laughs> Wait, we go no, through 40 but i want categories. to know john's answer yeah. well, john what did you think of the movie what did i think of the movie i i mean agree very much with oscar in that as like this is slow it was funny i i told my husband i oh this is the movie that mark picked and he laughed um <laughs> <laughs> he had already seen it and another thing I should say, when when Mark told me this was a movie you wanted to watch, he said, don't Google anything about it. He said, don't do anything. Uh, he said, especially the ending. He said, the ending's crazy. Uh-huh. And my husband laughed and said, oh, the movie that ends with a guy in a big dance number. 
And I was like, oh, Mark, cool. said, Mark said, don't do that. <laughs> Way said, to oh, go, the Brian. One, the one thing. Well, he didn't know he wasn't supposed to do it. Uh, but I will well, also, also say this. I wouldn't say it's a big dance number. Well, you, Mark, were like, the ending is crazy. Like, you were like, it's insane. <laughs> and we had, this was after we had recorded our Batman and Robin episode. And like, <laughs> this movie is not crazy at all compared to Batman and Robin. Sure. So I was a little bit like, that's it? Like, <laughs> like I was expecting it to be like full production number at the end. Something like, like Hugh Grant patting you two in the prison. Yeah, sure, exactly. Yeah, number. I was expecting like a huge big production number. Uh, yeah, I agree. I thought it was beautiful to look at. It is. It takes its time. And it's sort of surprising to me that this is a movie that you would like, Mark, because you are so much, even though it is, what, an hour and a half? Hour and a half. Know. Lean hour and a half. <laughs> Sure. I mean, if you really like watching scenes of of soldiers going to attention and at ease back and forth and back and forth, Beautrevay, however you're supposed to say it, is the movie for you. It's a whole lot of that. It is beautiful. It is. But it is just like slow and sort of confusing. It doesn't set you up easily. Like it doesn't, you know what I mean? Like it takes a while to be like, who's this? What is this guy? It reminded me in some ways of like a, a, like documentaries from like the seventies. Right. Where you have to infer so much. You have to just like, they just like those documentaries in the seventies, they just start the camera rolling. They're like, you figure out who's who and what's going on. You know what I mean? (laughs) No Chiron. There's no, you know, talking head where someone's like, I'm this person and this is what I'm here for. It's just like, nope, figure it out. So it's very much that kind of movie. It does ask you, even if it was even if I did speak French, I think it would be a movie where you really do have to concentrate and pay attention to it to really understand what's going on and right. to, to figure that out. But yeah, I mean, I thought it was beautiful. I similarly, like, I, it's not a movie I would just be like, hey guys, let's just put this on and see what's, you know, like if, if I wanted someone else to watch it, I'd be like, hey, so two weeks from now, we're going to watch a movie and it's going to be not, not like slow and boring necessarily, but it's going to be slow. It's going to take its time. You have to be patient with it. But you'll be rewarded. And, you know, there is like, I don't regret. I'm so happy I saw it. I think there's so much about it that I like. I would love to see other movies this director has done because my husband has seen yes. most of her stuff. And he said most those have more story and clearer characters and all that stuff. Because also, if you go to IMDb for the like for the cast, the first three actors have names. And then it's literally like 20 just legionnaires. And then it's just like another 40 names that have no characters. So there's just a whole lot of, it's going to take some time to figure out what this movie's about and who to pay attention to and what the story is. But it is really beautiful to look at and it is very sad and, and moving in ways. Um, but mm-hmm. it doesn't, it almost, I don't mean this as an insult, but it almost doesn't feel like a movie. Like it's not a movie in what you think of when you think of like what a movie is. And again, I don't well, mean that what do you think of insult. what a movie is? I think it, because it doesn't have like, it's not very clear with the narrative. It just, it feels like more like a mood piece. And it feels like something that you could just watch scenes of it in like a in like a, a at a museum like a at a you know like video art installation more so than like here is a narrative that is taking you through this film right and and that's not to say that you know mood pieces aren't valid you know exactly it's like, again like it's not an insult i don't say that right. in any way to be like it's bad or it's dumb or it fails at what it's trying to do i think it is doing exactly what it wants to do yeah and i think it does a good job of what it's trying to do but it took me a while to be like to go like oh this is what i'm watching Right. But but to the credit of the film, I will say, and yes, it is a film. Um, Wow. No, Rabbit Grannies, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Rabbit Grannies is a movie. I would call that a flick. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a flick. (laughs) Um, It's one of those movies that's 
is still sticking with me. I saw it yesterday mm-hmm. afternoon and like, I couldn't stop thinking about it, but mainly because of, of the question that I asked earlier of like, is this a gay movie? Because I was having a hard time trying to answer that question. First of all, there's no homosexual quote unquote act that happens in this movie. And I think I've been conditioned to watch these kind of movies and expect boys to kiss you know what I mean right that didn't happen and so I was I was a little like was I robbed of something but what it did have was this weird voyeuristic I sort of felt as the person watching this movie I sort of felt like not dirty like (laughs) but just very much like I shouldn't be here I shouldn't be watching right like a voyeur yeah yeah exactly yeah but like I shouldn't be watching these like secret lives of men, you know, you've heard secret <laughs> life of pets. I've <laughs> heard of that. Right, right. Well, um, there is going to be a Beau Travai ride at Universal Call. Oh, oh, off that's the leash. good. Yeah. Will, the oh, minion, oh. will the minions be there? Yeah, they will be. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. I would uh, watch the movie as the mini- minions, but at, in Beau Travail. I, I would see that yeah. match. <laughs> that's very French minions. Um, <laughs> But how about you, Mark? What? Did, why did you pick this movie? What is it about this well, movie? Well, I bought it. It was Criterion was having one of their uh, twice yearly 50% off sales. Mm-hmm. And like I had seen this movie. Ooh, are always, they struggling like, financially? What's no, they just do that like twice a year. It's like 24 okay. hour thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like my uh, collection. I like stuff. Um, so I was, <laughs> and I had always seen this movie like on lists and things. And I just like, what the hell? I'll just buy it. It was like 15 bucks or whatever. It was like, and then I watched it and I was just like completely... I don't know. I just find it completely enrapturing. I just get, I find it so hypnotic. I love like just, you know, some people say things are a vibe. Like this movie is a yeah. vibe. It's yeah, like, yeah. this is like definitely. And I like that it feels like just like, oh, this doing something in this movie that you can't do in any other medium. Like this thing can't be told in a book. It can't be told in like a painting. Right. It can't be told in any, like this is pure, <laughs> I pure cinema. Like this is what movies can do best that nothing else can do. It just gets you in a headspace that you're transported to like another world, which is what I like about sci-fi movies too. Right. You are right. in this other world in this like wild landscape that you never really like see. And Shibuti. it's so beautifully rendered, you know, it's so beautifully photographed. It right. looks, it has like an unreal quality to it. And then the ending is just so beautiful and powerful okay so speak on the ending mark so for the listeners well the whole time this movie we've been seeing there's a lot of um military like training exercise and it's all like shot gorgeously and like they had like like, this ballet choreographer come up with all of their like routines so there's like a very artful um i don't even know like uh quality to all the training exercises um and then at the end you see this guy we've been following and it seems like Last thing we saw, he's been kicked out of Foreign Legion. Right. He's back in Paris, has a gun on his chest. And the next thing you know, we're back in Digibooty in this nightclub. And he just has this explosive off, like totally unchoreographed, unlike all the other movements we've ever seen in the whole movie, explosion of just like passion, feeling, not not thinking about his movements, just like feeling it and like just giving in to this thing that we haven't seen him do at all for the first like 90 minutes. And I think there's something like so beautiful and freeing and then also sad about that at the same time. And then you're never gonna hear uh, Rhythm of the Night by Corona ever the same way again. Ooh, 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 trigger, trigger, triggered. (laughs) So I love this movie. I know it's not for everybody, but I think it's truly beautiful, powerful and gorgeous in every possible way. Yeah, I I love it too. You know, there's, 
an element to touch on what you mentioned earlier, Mark, like that sense of otherworldly sci-fi-ish element. Just being taken to another place, you know? But uh, yeah, I I think that's, to me, one of the biggest takeaways of this movie. It just, and this is not a negative at all. This is why I love this movie. It didn't feel real. It didn't feel like it took <laughs> sure. place in like- There's like a dream real quality. Yeah. yeah, there's a dream quality to this. Also to your point of like the training scenes, which I could definitely see more of, but they were choreographed. <laughs> right. And, and they weren't really, like there's this like weird Tai Chi moment where they were all like on top of this like giant mountain doing Tai Chi. It's like, what soldiers do that? Like soldiers don't do that. There's a scene where everyone, I think, the most homoerotic scene in the whole movie is where they were <laughs> training and they're like aggressively hugging each other. Grasping that each was other. so yeah. weird. That- <laughs> it was like, wait, this is training for these people. So like, it just didn't feel like it, this was part of like a real life. It felt like a fairy tale sort of. Sure. You know? Yeah. And in that regard, I really, really loved it. My favorite scenes in the whole movie was the scenes at the club yeah, with all right. the women just yeah. dancing, very still, sort of very like stone faced. Just it just very it felt very ritualistic. Like this idea of like mating companionship yes. is is not romance. It was just yeah, like, yeah. This is like just a mating dance that we do, but it's not something that we love doing. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So like that felt sort of just very odd. Yeah, just it, it was crazy. It just it didn't feel like real life. Well, you know, it is real life looking for the gayest (laughs) movie ever made. And that's what we're doing. So we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. And at one point, (laughs) we will come up with a category uh, that we'll use to judge all future movies. Um, So this is our uh, current top five gayest movies ever made. This is our current standings. Uh, number five with an 89.70%, The Apple. Number four with an 89.81%, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Number three with a 90.37%, Madonna, Truth or Dare. Ooh. Number two with a 92.99%, The Bride of Frankenstein. Number one with a 94.83%, still unbeatable, Female Trouble. I mean, I'm sensing a theme here. Have you guys ever covered Phantom of the Paradise? We no, not, but I love but that I love movie. That Interesting. I feel like that. <laughs> I saw you really only high. gave it three stars on Letterboxd, though. I did. I just saw it. I think because, and you know why, Mark? It's because mm. I saw the Apple, and I kept comparing it to the Apple every time. Oh, that's unfair. oh, they're very they're different. Yeah, Apple's kind of like a mess, and I feel like Apple's more discoy. Right. <laughs> this is more yeah. glam rock. Yes, that's the exactly. big difference between the two. Absolutely, they're worlds <laughs> apart. They're completely different. Which one's the flick, and which one's the movie? <laughs> Yeah, uh, Apple's the flick and Phantom of the Paradise <laughs> is the movie. <laughs> well, Oscar, for this first group of categories, these are the canning categories. So we're each going to give it a score between zero and 100. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So the first category, how would you rate Bo Travai in actual gay characters? Ooh, this is, well, see, this is like it for me. Right. Like, <laughs> I guess, oh God, I don't know. That's, oh. Well, there's the main guy we are Galoop. meant to assume Galoop, but that he's, he is, even though he doesn't seem to act on it. But is he? Is he? Or is he? Or he's is definitely there, in lust with what's his face. Or or the is there is there yeah. some weird? I think it's less about gay and more about like masculinity, right? About this yeah, idea. So of, much yes. about masculinity. This of like that that lusting over, but I feel like wanting to be like. You know what I mean? Well, so, those aren't also mutually exclusive. 
Right, but 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 Oscar's saying is like, but but are they both here? Are they both present? Exactly. Exactly. I think definitely the whole movie is triggered by Galoop's like desire for Satan. I don't know how to say his name. What I forget it. What is? Yeah, name? we should do a blanket it. apology for any mispronunciations which exactly. we've already done I hundreds of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but is it a jealousy because like Satan comes in and he like rescues another soldier and he's getting all this praise? And so is it like a jealousy in that you're you've you've been heroic? Like we don't know much about right. Galoop, and so we don't know if he's like. I joined the Foreign Legion because they say at the end, I guess we're spoiling at the end, but like because of stuff that he does, he gets kicked out of the Foreign mm -hmm. Legion. And so and someone even says, like, this is your whole life. Your whole life has been about this. And so we don't know if like he was like, you know, I've joined the Foreign Legion because I want to be a hero. I want to have that moment where I feel like I've saved someone's life. I made a difference and he's never had it. Perhaps. Who knows? We don't know that. But I think but I think we do know he's like undressing him with his eyes. The whole he's always like looking at him like that's lust. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear it's, yeah. to me anyway. Sure. I think but, he's but always then... like taking in his body. Like so much time is spent looking at like these men's bodies. I mean, so I mean, but to, to be honest, them, yeah. so are we. We're doing just right. that, you know, and I think the director's doing it very purposefully like check out these bodies you know what i mean but a lot of it to john's point is like power as well like this is a character of course like obsessed with power and in that way that is tied to masculinity the alpha the most masculine is always on top and then in a way is that also tied to the gay sort of power dynamic sexuality, who's the top and who's the bottom. Oh, girl, you got me thinking all kinds of ways now. Oh, my this is Lord. only the first category. I know. And there's and also I, um, Captain uh, Bruno. Right. A rumor dogged him in Algeria. Hello. Right. What was this rumor? True, true. I mean, I'm going to And there's also it after that grappling part, they cut right to Bruno, like staring as the men, like as they're grappling. Sure. Right. Like, right. But I think in that regard, doesn't But here's the thing, too. I feel like if any of these characters did have sex with one another, it would almost end with one of them killing each other. You know what I mean? I, like, I feel thank like you, John. they don't yes. have a sense of yes. like affection. It's just almost like a conquering. Like it just seems like like they wouldn't know what they No, almost I do like think the they are friends. The car, like who wouldn't know what to do once they got like they have this. They have these urges. They have these these desires, but they don't know how to express them. They don't know how to deal with them. And so they like sublimate them in these, in these like, ways. Like for example, for me watching this movie, I was weirdly really uncomfortable in the scene where they're like, it's someone's birthday and they bring yeah. out the cake and they're all like yeah. talking and hanging out with each other because I felt so like triggered back to junior high school and like all the super like um, boys Jocks. were like always like making fun of me and stuff like that. So I was just like, oh, that's that kind of energy. But also that is also like a gay energy as well. Or maybe that like gay fantasy. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Well, a lot so of like, also, this oh. is the foreign legion. So like a lot of these guys tend to like not have personal life or have family, you know, like right. they the come main from guy, broken homes. They, they don't come have from like, a, they don't like, so this right. is almost like a chosen family as, a, <laughs> as it was. You yeah. know, I don't, obviously I don't think a hundred percent of these guys are gay. I think definitely the main Lee guy, Galoop and Bruno to me, I think those are like the two okay. where they at least have like gay desires. Right, 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 right. Yes. They're, but are uh, yeah. they out gay they're people? Absolutely. They're definitely, they're Absolutely definitely not. Well, the other thing, too, is like because for the most part, it's all men. Like they all live in a world of just men. So, like, what happens to guys? You know what I mean? Like, because like we all have these sexual desires, but if you're only surrounded by men, like 
does it have to come out that way because you have no real choice or option? Well, they and do go yeah. into town every now and then. Right. That's and the true. one Gloop even has a girlfriend. Right, right. But then the the parts when they're, you know, it's sort of like when the when the cat's away, the mice will play. And the mice mm-hmm. in this is is are the men. And that's why it's so interesting to me that the movie was directed by a woman because it does have that vibe of like, this is what men are are this what men are really like when there's no women around. I don't know. It just felt very hmm. I guess maybe in that way it is very gay. <laughs> So what do you want to give you it for subtract women? It has to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, a movie mm-hmm. without women is what is gay. <laughs> and in that it's way, the, I guess maybe it is like Billy Bud. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going like to give rock, it a, that movie. I'm going to give it a 65. 65. I'm going to give it a 60. Mm-hmm. 60. I'll give it a 66. Given an average of 63.67, which is about 32 points higher than the Beastmaster. All right. <laughs> Our next category, drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Beau Travai and come away with a whole book of ideas? Yes. <laughs> Are you <laughs> Those little me? white hats? The white I hats? Mean, the mil- military, military is a category. Yep. I Listen, uh, if a drag queen hired dancers to do that weird quote-unquote basic training kind of stuff right i would be throwing coins at that drag queen 100 <laughs> dollars, dollars? You would go ow my i'm eyes. on a budget i'm on a budget i'm on a budget <laughs> oh i see bitcoin give <laughs> me bitcoin you'd be throwing bitcoin it yeah i'm gonna send some bitcoin her way yes <laughs> you'd be bedmoing your phone off right <laughs> yeah and also like there were a lot of uh scenes of like local like the locals in djibouti who had like these big beautiful colorful fabrics and stuff oh like that like God, the red, like those yes. rugs that scene with the rugs and stuff like that so like there's mm-hmm. i mean it's not like yes queen that look but there's stuff right yeah there's some there's some cool yeah i feel like a drag queen would be it, it would take a specific kind of drag queen but yeah 100 a drag queen would <laughs> yeah <definitely laughs> on a very specific theme tonight but yes Yes. Also, honestly, I could see a drag king performing the final five minutes of the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what a great song. Get everybody going. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) This is going to get an 81. 81. Yes. I, despite all these things that we've said, I still think it's mostly just guys in fatigues and sometimes in tank tops, sometimes with their shirts off. So I will give it, uh, I'll give it a, I'm going to go 60 again. 60. Still pretty high. I'm gonna go 55. It's my really movie. Are? Wow. Yeah, I think it is like change. it's not like huge, but it is like I do like the one shirt. They wear that one shirt a lot that has like the weird like straps mm-hmm. on the oh, side. Yes. It's yeah, like, yeah, what's yeah, the yeah. deal with that shirt? Yeah. Also, like, you know, that like weird full like the animal antler full of salt or whatever that weird thing. oh that when they're like at the market i directly would market. put yeah. that on her cameron michael has uh, has put sure. that on her head and made a look at and it. lost you know what I mean? no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no she won that lip sync yeah. oh um, did she oh good 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 good, good. <laughs> she definitely well, be top three exactly yeah <laughs> Well, it's got a 65.33 in drag queen inspiration, which is one point higher than best in show. <laughs> All right. All right. Our next category, gay icons. Well, I think to gay film lovers, Claire Denis or any female director at some level is a gay. I'm not saying this is even over 50, mm-hmm. but it's not nothing. 
I mean, the song Rhythm of the Night. That's a great really song. brought me back to the 90s. That's gay culture right there. That's gay culture. Is <laughs> um, there something about gay, just about I'm going to go join the Foreign Legion? Yeah, you're right. And I mean, French. I mean, they invented gay. So I, I thought, thought that was Greece. Greece. Yeah. No, they invented gay sex. French uh, invented the gay, gay you know, style. state of mind. Yeah, exactly. I see. Mm-hmm. Baguettes rhymes for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh gosh. Uh yeah, this is probably like a 20 for me. 20. It's not, it's not iconic in that regard, no. Although what would you think if like you went over to someone's place and they had a poster of this movie? Well, it depends. Would on that tell you like, oh, is this a gay person or a straight person? Like if you were unsure, what would that would that be? <laughs> what would that be? Is that a code? I'm not going to anyone's way? house until I know. First of all. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> I'm not saying uh, this is house until I know. Are you vaccinated? Do you have a gun? And are you gay? Oh my God. Yes, that please let's normalize that. Please. <laughs> I would say either gay or just like a bisexual uh film student. So oh, in that yeah. way, yeah, maybe it I'll, I'll raise it up to 25%. 25. Yeah. I'll I'll I'm gonna stay strong at your 20. Mm. 20. Um, I'll match your, I'm gonna say 30. Okay. Given an average of 25. But I think we're going to make a lot of points here. The male gaze. Oh, come on. How horny is the camera for the male form? Okay. I mean, this is something for everybody in this movie. Everybody? Well, you know, there's a lot of different, like, people from different backgrounds, ages a bit. A bit. Yeah, sure. It's all one sort of body type, though. But I would think even the main guy, Galoob, there's something very attractive about him. Well, that's the weird me. thing. At first, when I first saw him, face. I was like, well, actually, I was like, Ew, oof, <laughs> yikes. But then throughout the movie, I was like, okay, maybe he can get it. And he did have this weird, like, I call it a ninja turtle body, which is sure. like a six pack, but also like, it's not like a slim six pack. It's got like, he's got like a, it a looks like he's got a turtle pack? shell on. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. All the guys are in really good shape, but they're so lean. Like they're not in good shapes in the way that we think. Like like a, an American movie with a bunch of shoulder soldiers in it. Like every all the guys would have like these rippling muscles and stuff like that. And I thought these guys were just so lean. Like their training was all just about like getting them lean. And I thought their torsos, for the most part, to me, just look like rib cages with like a treasure trail. Like it was just like very just like literally bare bones. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't a uh-huh. lot of like extra sculpting with the body. As it you were. thought, they looked malnourished. A little bit, yeah. I think they were like, they just like the training sort of like, I mean, obviously just like also like the food, but it was just like, they just, it was just like worn themselves down. Like it was that kind of aesthetic for everybody. And that's why I sort of disagree when you said there's something for everybody. Well, I just well, I in mean, terms of like, I mean, there was the no, United, the UN, you know, what there I mean? was, was like, no like fat bodies there. So like in that <laughs> regard, it's like, well, what about, right. what about the plus size lovers? You that's know what the, I mean? They're, or the they're bears. Pop- where's the bear? Well, there's yeah, Commander the Bruno. Commander Bruno. He's definitely Yeah, but where's he? Where's he? He should have been in the Speedo at least one yeah, scene. Sure. You know, <laughs> uh, but I will say, was. I mean, <laughs> that's true. There, I mean, the male gaze was very apparent, but it was done in a way where you were like, it's like a locker room sort of male gaze where you're like sort of looking at somebody, but then being like, okay, I'm going to be chill about it. You it's know? not thrown in your face. It it's did not feel, thrown you could in tell it was a female director. Cause exactly. it wasn't, it wasn't like, pervy. Yeah. It wasn't pervy at all. It was just a bunch of men like aggressively hugging each other or like doing mm-hmm. these exercises and getting very sweaty, but it was actually kind of sweet. You're like, Oh yeah. 
Exactly. There's also like so much of like men, like shots of men looking at men, you know, like there's so much of like mm -hmm. the two main guys, like looking at the, they're like underlings essentially like so many shots of them just looking at them. Like I when know. they're in the pool or in the ocean swimming and like, you know, Bruno's staring at them through the fence. Yes. Oh, I love that shot. That was a beautiful shot. Mm -hmm. But that immediately brings me to like sort of a daddy son dynamic, which I'm like, oh, okay. Go Not on. opposed to? <laughs> Got to go off, I guess. <laughs> uh, so what do you want to give this for? Uh, the Mel Gaze is pretty high. I'm going to say 90, 92. 92. I'm going to go, I'll go 90. 90. I mean, this is a hundred for me. This is like mostly male gaze, I feel like. Yeah. I think it would have been very different if your beloved, uh, what's his name, who did Batman and Robin? Joel Schumacher? If Joel Schumacher directed this, it would be a very different movie. Most and movies would, would be been, different if Joel Schumacher That would have been a hundred male gaze. <laughs> Joel Schumacher I don't know, because we're looking at men the whole time. Like literally, <laughs> It would have been like lustier. It would have been like a little more pervy and dirty. Yeah, all the uniforms would have nipples. Uh, Although I did love that the shorts were like really short, high. short, very. Like you got like three summer. quarter thigh in this in yes. this movie. Yeah, yes, yes. To me, this is definitely hundred. I'm giving it a ninety four, which is three points higher than Hello Stranger the movie. Okay, all right. All right our next category: entrances with pizzazz. Well, the first time we see the Legion, I would say, is just like shadows over the landscape. And then there's a funeral procession, literally starting with the trumpet. Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah, fan. And then yeah. entering into France via the subway escalator at the end, I think is really cool. Where you not you just see him on the escalator, then like the city is revealed. Right, but this uh, to me, it's not like pizzazz. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like no, is, it's not Beatles. This movie is pretty anti-pizzazz. Yeah, exactly. It is like it's sort of like a sad girl sort of entrance. <laughs> moping against the wall <laughs> her ankles collapsing but i mean you're right mark there are some elements there that we have to respect so keeping that in mind i'm going to give this 30 30 i'll give it a 23 23 i'm going to give it a 60 because i think it's all there but mostly in the editing i would say mm -hmm. giving so it then, a but that's not entering well, it's like you're seeing one shot, then it's cutting to something. Like I don't know. It's not an entrance. The... You're being introduced to them. Right. That's introductions with pizzazz. That's not entrances with pizzazz. Well, introduced Ooh. to the movie. Again, that's introduction, not entrance. Okay. I'm keeping it at six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next category. Hell on heels. Feisty women. Um, there is the one woman in France who's complaining to the newspaper tenant that she wants a Swiss newspaper. That uh -huh. is very funny. <laughs> but not very high on Hell on Heels. That's very funny. No. There was also one scene where they're talking about like the rugs. The mats, and she was shading the other woman about it. Exactly. How yeah, much do you charge? Well, that was, was like, during the celebration. I made, I made it. Well, yeah, exactly. I love that. I was like, yes, work. There's uh, also the woman who throws the rock at a camera. Oh, yeah. Rooting for her. What was her name? She didn't have a name. <laughs> <laughs> she was a woman in this movie, therefore she did not have a name. No. Uh, this is getting a 14. 14. Yeah, I'm going to go nine. Nine. I'll go, I'll go 15 for the rock thrower. <laughs> All right. 
giving it a 12.67. All right, our next category, macabre. How macabre is this movie? Hmm. There's a couple things. There was the the death because of a random helicopter accident. Yeah. There was, was the, beautiful. the bloody foot on the beach. There's some guy, one of the soldiers had like had a bloody foot and they were all like around oh, him. Like, right. Yeah. Him. But I don't know if that was macabre. That was actually kind of sensual. A l- true. I guess it's, just blood. Sometimes on it's a fine line. Right. <laughs> That's true. I've seen Poison Ivy. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like, I, what's it, the, the one guy just being like in the salt mines, just like covered in, not mines. I was just going to yeah. say, like, right, left, yeah, being left to hills. die yeah. with right. a faulty compass. Right. Sending someone to their death. Calm. Yeah. Also remnants of uh, Western imperialism. Okay. All right. All the right. Coca-Cola right. sign, the Sprite sign. So nothing more macabre than a Sprite. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying it. I mean, <laughs> it, to me, it conveys stomach flu. <laughs> so that's what I think of. <laughs> Derelict tanks, swimming with a knife, forcing someone to dig a hole. That's pretty fucked up. But is it macabre? I think macabre is more of a tone. Sure. Right? There's that salt-covered skull the, you mentioned. The salt, exactly. Right. And I think that's like to me the most macabre part of the movie. And, and then, then essentially like the, salt. the lead guy, it's implied, I think, that he kills himself. Yeah, you could see a reading of it where that dream is like him going to heaven. Because he he does that meticulously makes his bed, lies yes. down on it with a gun. Right. And then the final scene is just him solo dancing. To rhythm of the night. Well, I mean, one could say, okay, now that you mentioned this, okay, John, now, okay, things are starting to click here. Wait a second, <laughs> wait, a second wait a second. So like, because the whole movie is just him rec- like recollecting his like past experience. Right. Mm-hmm. But what if that was all sort of this like weird fairy tale in his mind, that's how he saw it. You know what I mean? Maybe the reality was a lot more macabre than it actually was, you know, since in his memory, the colors were more more vibrant. He was sort of like, you know, the man trapped between his passions and his responsibility. Sure. So, yeah, and that in a way is sort of just like a little sad, a little depressing. Oh, you think? Yeah, my macabre macabre (laughs) score goes up a little bit higher now. Okay. And it's getting a 40, 42. 42. I think there's some dark, weird stuff in here. So I'm going to go 53. 53. I'm going to go 65 for sending someone out to their death with a faulty compass. Right. Nasty, nasty. Giving it a... It is like, <laughs> it's not Cancel and Gretel. This is like a fairy tale. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> giving it a 53.33, which is 12 points higher than White Christmas. All right, our next category, dramatic lighting. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of like sun off the water, which is lovely. Lovely. The dance club, long shadows. Oh, I love that. The lighting on the mm-hmm. dance club is amazing. Even in that final scene, the lighting of that scene was so perfect. But yeah, dramatic, light, dramatic lighting plays a huge role with the shadows, casting those shadows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And the boys lit by the cars on the streets. 100%. This is getting high marks for me. This is 89. 89. I think for the most part, though, it does feel so real, that which I don't ding it like artistically. So I'm going to give it a 70. 70. Uh, I got to go 90 because I think the cinematography is gorgeous. Giving it a uh, 83, which is one point higher than the fifth element. Ooh. Okay. I would say this is a more visually beautiful movie than the fifth element, but that's just me personally. 
Uh, all right, our next category, vibrato. So this is always, in addition to literal vibrato, I mean, anytime they take a moment, give you a little extra, zhuzh it up. You don't need it, but they give it to you and you'll like it. Mm. I think it's pretty extra to show so much of the training sequences. Like they don't have to show you though. You know what I mean? Like there's no like True. story. Yeah. It's just like, it's just adding to the whole vibe of the movie, you know, the whole ritualistic nature of their lives. True. My biggest yeah. complaint though was that there wasn't enough training sequences. So. <laughs> you wanted more. I love the training more. Like I three needed three hours of Rhythm more. Nation. I honestly, oh never my God, seen... could you imagine? <laughs> I've never seen things like that in a movie. I thought there was so like amazing. I've just, I don't know. I thought it was gorgeous. Oh, 100%. Me too. And I loved it so much. I just wanted to see more. Well, it's like, yeah, we're fully here. Like what army, what weird, like how are we fighting in this war? And there's this also is, no one to fight. They're just there training for no Just action. hugging each other. Such a, yeah. That's all they're doing. Hugging and swimming each other. There's also that weird, uh, the quiet slow motion punch. Yeah, that, that was, was even- fun. Because there was no like mo like real acts of violence in this movie, right? No, the right, death, you never see the, them. right? You never see them. It's all sort of, and even the most violent, the climax. I mean, the thing that sends him to the club, know, like, to the club, the club in the sky, is <laughs> right. done. Is done so like sort of elegantly and dancerly. It's like, oh wow. Mm -hmm. But in terms of vibrato, hmm. I don't feel like there's a lot of moments that they sort of take and they're like, let's take this thing that has to happen in the story and zhuzh it up. It's more like, that's just the mood of the movie. Exactly, yeah, I don't think there's, yeah. I'm giving that- Will can vibrato ever be used not in service of story? Sure, but I'm talking about like, there's not like a moment, you're, when you say like, there's so much of the- The, 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 the training sequence. The training sequences. That's not like they take a training sequence and amp it up. Like it's exactly. not like they're taking like it the, and like turning it into You don't think the like movements were like more than normal? Like more than just, or even just like the angles of how it was photographed is just like more. But I don't think it's like. They're making yeah. it more than just training sequence. It's making it it's this weird, like, I don't know, elevated artistic thing. I don't think they went quite as too far to me that makes would make it feel like really vibrato. All right. Well, what do you want to give it, Oscar? Um, uh, this is getting a 13. What about is his <laughs> final dance vibrato? No, because you don't think it's an you've extra. Never, you've never seen people dance like that. <laughs> I've danced like that. I have I danced like, like that. Before. I was like, you never, you've never seen Oscar dance. Though. Yeah, <laughs> I guess not. You've never seen me dance. I dance like that. Well, I'd love to see it. <laughs> well, when the world opens up. Okay. Uh, I'll give it a 27. 27. Uh, I'll give it a 50, right in the middle. Giving an average of 30, which is point 67 points higher than I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, thank God. Mm -hmm. All right, next category, footwork. I mean, this the is- footwork. This one I think is, I mean, there's so much training, so much marching, so much yeah, stuff going on. Dancing the opening up. dance. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, this always is always on the move. I mean, is there footwork? Yes. They even work yeah. on that one guy's foot? Yeah, that's true. And Galoop puts yeah, his foot on Satan's face. Satan, I'm getting. Oh, that's true. I'm, that's to like true. wake him up. Pretty rude. I am gonna give this uh, 96. 96. Yeah, I'm gonna go 97 for footwork. I think it's pretty constant. 97. I'm just gonna go 100 because why not? Giving right. it a I mean 97.67, which is four points higher than Point Break. Ooh. Okay. All right. Next category. Spank bank deposits. 
Anything in the file what is bang bang? Uh, I mean, <laughs> there is the one shot of the guy in the shower. That shot from a very that's high like a angle. full that's full yeah. frontal, babe. Yeah, very flattering angle. Very flatter. I'm I mean, sure for that, that body serious. type. Yes. For that body, <laughs> he, looked, he looked amazing. <laughs> Okay, what is the definition for spank bank deposit? Is there any imagery or moment here you would file away to your spank bank for your oh, I personal see. time? Um, uh, yeah, I mean those guys were hot. Again, I haven't, I didn't see sort of, sort of my kind of body being, sure. you know, reflected right. on, uh, on that. Well, movie. you're gonna hate the new Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> no bears in Gossip Girl. No. Um. Well, that's unfortunate. I am gonna give it. Uh. Yeah. Eighty-five. Eighty-five. I agree. There's a lot of man flesh on display. There's so much of like the same and there's not like a specific moment where I'm like, yes, that scene. Yes, that moment. But they obviously are all very like lean and sexy. And there's sort of like something sexy about just seeing them like be so active. You know what I mean? So it's not just like they're there. They're like, you know, they're not just like it's not like a picture of someone standing there. They're like moving and doing a lot of stuff, which is always. (laughs) That's the good thing about movies. Yeah. Yeah. People move. Yeah. Um, But there's not a ton. I'm going to go. I'm gonna go 40. 40. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go with Oscar. I'm gonna give it 90 up there, giving it a 71.67. All right. Last of the canon categories, Oscar. On a scale of zero to 100, I don't wanna send you on an existential crisis with this question, but on a <laughs> scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend this movie to a gay person? Oh, to a gay person? Yeah, pretty high. I would definitely recommend. I would recommend this movie to anybody. It's like visually alluring. It's like beautiful to look at. Uh, I would definitely recommend it to a gay person to ask them, is this gay? (laughs) (laughs) Because inquiring minds need to know. So yes, 100% would recommend. What does your gut tell you if it's gay? Like if you don't, like not even thinking about it, like. (laughs) Well, it's interesting. It's like. And instinctively, I want to say yes, but the more and more I watch the movie, the less and less I thought it was. I am truly torn. I am like 51% it is a gay movie, 49% it isn't. I get what you're saying because it's hard to know like what, um, what was his name? Galoop wanted. Like it wasn't like I want to be with this person and I can't. You know what I mean? So like it's hard. Well, I think it was he was confused too. I think he was all mixed. I think it was like combinations of lust, jealousy, you know, passion. I think it's all of that. I don't think it's like one thing. So I think it to me is definitely has gay themes and it's like huge homoeroticism. Right, like Billy Budd. And in that regard, yes, it is a gay movie. But I also like that it's nebulous. Like it's not really. And also like- not telling you what to think. And like, this is why this is bad or this is why this is good. And I Left to your own devices. To speak on like, I've not, you know, I'm not straight. I've never been straight. What? I, if <laughs> you can junior actually high? believe. Come never. On. You weren't. No, no. And here's, and here's why. And here's why I've never been straight. Why because never been straight? I, because I don't know if a straight person has had those feelings before and then just been straight. Like, I'm sure that that happens. Of course. Well, because like gay people have like feelings for like women from time to time. It's like a spectrum. You know what I mean? Like, well, you have like feelings, but it doesn't mean it will pass or you know there's not i don't know it's not like hard and all or nothing i don't think i don't think it's black and white yeah i mean i've had feelings for girls but i they've never been that intense it's just very strange it's like maybe you gotta join the foreign legion and you know what honestly you would look so cute in that hat 
Uh, I actually, yeah. You, you got the legs for those You've shorts. got a great head for hats, though. I've always I said do, that about thank you. Thank you, John. <laughs> thank you. And I would look good in those shorts. You, you know, would. they need my body. They People need to gaze at my body, truly. Yeah. And you're as flexible as they are. Uh, not in anymore. In so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> John, yeah, what do you want to give it? <laughs> yeah, please. I get you on the phone to save my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I think it's great. I think it's a wonderful movie, but I do think there's a way in which you have to be like, you wouldn't be like, oh yeah, see it. And the way that you would, you know, be like, oh, go see Swan Song or go see this movie. You'd have to be like, okay, so here's yeah. what it is. You have to sort of set the table a little bit for the movie. And there definitely are gay people who I'd be like, you're not going to get into this at all. But it is beautiful and it is really wonderful and we're seeing. So I'm going to go 90. 90. I mean, I made you guys watch it, so I got to give it 100. <laughs> Giving it a, and I got to say, I watched it for the second time and it uh, really holds up on the second viewing. And I appreciate you. So, I mean, I, I, I need to tell you, Mark, I, there was no way in hell I would have ever discovered this movie if it weren't for you <laughs> recommending it to me. So for that, I appreciate it and thank you. Well, let's thank the Criterion Half Off Sale. Ultimately, <laughs> <laughs> let's hear it for sales. No, I, this definitely is a movie that I feel like I want to revisit it in a year. Or so like now that I know what it is. Yeah, just for sure. uh-huh. get to take it and not and to allow myself to because I think that's what can sometimes happen with a movie or maybe just me. But I think when you're confused, you can you can prevent you from letting go and sort of surrendering to a movie. And so I think like once you know, like, oh, it's it's you're not going to know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like you've missed something you, you know, then then you can then I can relax more. So I think like having seen it once watching it again, I think I I would appreciate it on a whole other level. That is something that reminds me of like I used to go to like, you know, in San Jose or whatever. I used to go to like film festivals and we go see movies and have no idea what they were Mm -hmm. like. Just go. We only knew the title. Right. And like, that is somehow like, that's like exciting to me in a way. Like, I don't know what right. this is going to be. And just like, I'm just going to go in with an open mind, open ears and just like, let's see what's happened. And like, especially now that's so hard to ha- have impossible. experiences like that's that. That's downright impossible. Days. I think also because I don't know, like I miss that because I felt like I was a lot more bold about going into a movie that I had no idea what it was about. Yeah. Or like, but for some reason, it's like always such an impulse, like impulsive thing that I do when someone tells me a movie I should watch, I immediately Google it. Right. And if <laughs> like, there's well, a okay, lesson to yeah. be learned from this is let's stop doing that. If a friend <laughs> that you love and care about <laughs> tells you to watch a movie, just watch take it. Take word for it. Just, just do it. it. Exactly. Yeah. Just do it. Don't, you don't need to Google or research it. The house down boots. Just <laughs> watch right? it. Because mm-hmm. what's the worst that can happen? You're maybe slightly bored for an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. You've been bored before. You got over it. <laughs> Just barely. Just barely. <laughs> all right. Now we're into the wheel category. So these are all categories that previous guests have brought in. We put them all on this wheel, which is an app on my phone. As you can see, we're going to spin it four times. Whatever category randomly pops up. That's how we will judge the movie. And after that, we will all come up with a category together. Amazing. Can you imagine? You like Technology is great sometimes. Sometimes. We don't like Google though, right? No, Google can fuck itself. <laughs> All right. Well, from Wayne's World, we got usage of a queen song. A queen. Well, <laughs> is Corona a queen? We love her. Is that the group name? Is that a person the, or a group? I think that's a group. I think it's a group. But on the Spotify, my art for it is a, a pretty lady smiling. I think she's maybe the vocalist. I mean, she's a queen. 
<laughs> and that is a song for I. That must be. Have they ever used that in Drag Race? No, but they should. I don't think so. They should. It's a great song. It's a great song. But I probably a, a lip sync song for like the international season or something. They want to sure. do that in the US. Denmark, definitely. De- definitely, definitely. Drag <laughs> Race <laughs> Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> they just announced Drag Race Philippines. I know. Wow. It's very exciting. Well, what do you want to give this for a queen? There's also the Neil Young song. He's not really a queen, I would no, say, no, but there's a Neil no, Young that's song. A stretch. That's, a stretch. that's a bit of a stretch. Wow, that was. I just wanted to mention another song. I just wanted to mention. I just wanted to mention. Neil Young's like a queen song. He's a queen. No, I said there's also the Neil Young song. Mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting. Suddenly, this movie's straight again. Okay. Yeah, okay. And there's another like dance song in the opening. Right, I loved it. It sounded like your Eurovision song. <laughs> yeah, which I love. Well, I mean, queen, there isn't any, so <laughs> zero. <There's> no actual queen. <laughs> for rhythm of the night, I will give it a 10. 10. I'll give it a 30 for rhythm of the night, because that did become <laughs> one of my, that became one of my most played songs of 2020, <laughs> rhythm of the night. I just, I, lis- I was listening to it like once a day after I saw this movie. We should be clear, we're not talking about the song rhythm of the night that is in like Moulin Rouge. Right, right, right. This one is, this is the rhythm of the night. Right, Corona's rhythm of the night. Corona, thank you. Normally a name we don't love. Exactly. (laughs) But a beer we're okay with is if there's a lime and a salted rim. (laughs) Okay, bondage. Bondage. Ah, okay. I don't think there was any bondage. It's not like explicit, but I guess you could say there's like maybe emotional bondage. Oh, smart. Like all the rules that they have to follow. Yeah. Being legionnaires. Right. And such such strong power structures. This felt like military enough that it like sort of crosses over into like sort of like a kink vibe, you know? Yeah, like if the birthday party cameras have been rolling a little bit longer, Right, Some, uh, exactly. Some Somebody would have been tied down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's like if you're like looking at porn and you're like in the military section, then eventually you what? Way what are you to talking BASF. about? Mm-hmm. Look at porn. It's the algorithm. That's what Oscar. it does. Exactly. It's the algorithm. <laughs> no, you don't watch porn, Mark. You have this movie to. Yeah, yeah I don't need porn. <laughs> I got Neil Young's song Safeway Cart <laughs> to get me off. <laughs> So we want to give this for bondage. For the sort of insinuation of bondage? Sure. 35. 35. <laughs> uh, for the insinuation of bondage, I'll go 15. 15. <laughs> I'll go 30. Given an average of 26.67. The last movie that had bondage was The Fifth Element, and that got a 69.33. Oh, oh wow. But she had that bandage dress, you know, that right, was a lot right. of that too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, makeover montage. Makeover montage. Well, I mean, there is a scene where some guy's getting the crew cut. He's getting his true. Hair, his head shaved. It's not a montage. It's just one shot. But there's not a lot of montages in this movie. No. Maybe when he makes his bed, but I think that's all like pretty straightforward. It's not like all the bed. Wouldn't it be great if it's every bed he's ever made? That's a makeover montage. Ooh, that's a makeover montage for sure. <laughs> this is every bed I've ever made. <laughs> ever made. 
Um, yeah, there is no montage. I would say like maybe the whole course of this movie is a makeover montage. No. Uh, w- oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> People have tried to make that argument before. He shuts it down uh, real fast. Uh, wow. There was a lot of like shots of them ironing. That's true. That's true. Someone pointed out that uh, there's a lot of them doing like feminine tasks, like domestic stuff, like cooking, sure. preparing meals, like mending clothes and doing all that stuff. So and in a way, dichotomies within them. There's elements of trying to make that Russian guy more French. Teaching him French. That was a cute mm-hmm. little thing. Mm-hmm. Underwear yeah. is sleep. 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 12. 12. I was going to say 13. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna six my guns and say five. I'm um, <laughs> oh, giving wow. it an average of ten. Alrighty. All right. Then this is our last wheel category before <gasps> we come up with a category. Oscar, can you imagine? Eee! Okay. Tan. Tan. How tan is this movie? Uh, well, they're by the beach, I guess. Yeah, they're in the sun a lot. They're in the sun a lot, but are they like tan? I think they're pretty Some of them tan. Some of the main Some guy, the are... main object of lust is pretty tan. Yeah. You don't think? Yeah, tan, but not tan enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's tan enough? It doesn't feel like copper know. You know, just like, you know just Exactly, feels... <laughs> exactly, exactly. I need to see some tan lines. I need to see, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, just like lying out in the sun. On a you towel. want like hard bodies, that movie. What? You know, Hard Bodies that they used to show on HBO all the time. Do you know this one, John? I don't. It's like an 80s like sex comedy where like a bunch of dudes go to Greece. Hmm. You're not missing anything. (laughs) Yeah, this is yeah, this is a 50. 50. 50. Yeah, 50 sounds right. I'll go 50 as well. Yeah, I'll go 50. Giving it a 50. All right. The time has come for us to add a category. So what do we think? Any thoughts? I wrote down fetishizing creases and uniforms. <laughs> or it's almost like fussy, fussy ironing or something. Maybe. Yeah. Because they were really, that was like a thing. Because the creases was the thing that he talked to that. Yes. Um, the, the, Galoop, the main guy, was like sort of like drilling into them when it came to their their housework, as it were. And it like when he was very meticulous when he was making his bed. Yeah. What about just like men doing chores? Exclamation mark. <laughs> Men doing chores. Oh, so men doing chores! Exclamation mark and question mark and Terabang. Men doing chores. Can you imagine? There used to be like I think it was a Tumblr account of like porn for women, and it was just like men ironing or cleaning that yeah. kind of stuff. I saw or, that calendar. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I do like something about like the fussy ironing, like meticulousness is something. Mm-hmm. Meticulous uh, wardrobe care. <laughs> Meticulous laundry. I like the word fussiness. I want to like fussy, use that. fussy wardrobe, uh, fussy laundry, <laughs> fussy laundry. I saw her once at uh, the offbeat. Gives <laughs> <laughs> a great brunch. Yeah, I like fussy laundry. Yeah, fussy laundry, fussy laundry, All and right, it just cool. sounds funny. Yeah, exactly. So, what do you want to? What would you give Beau Travai in fussy laundry? Pretty high. I mean, that's a big. I think that's a big. Plot it's a big element theme in the movie. Of the big yeah. plot element. Big theme. I'm gonna say uh, 90. 90. It's I'm about also gonna say 90. You know? Yeah. 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 I'll also say 90. 
giving an average of 90. All right, now, Oscar, we are into the bonus categories. So these categories, as the theme, as the name implies, are bonus. So if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, it's fine. It doesn't work against the movie. Uh, right. These are just extra bonus points. So we're going from zero to 10 for these. Mm-hmm. All right, so the first one, musical potential. Could Bo Trevibe turn into a musical? Yeah, I think he can. I mean, it, you would have to like really uh, reach for some songs. <laughs> but, sure. Uh, and I don't think it'll be like a jukebox musical, but- They oh, would a- good- have to add a lot of like plot elements. They would have to, to add it. a lot of plot elements. Um, Otherwise it could make, it'd almost be all dream ballets. Like if you just want a two hour work dream as a ballet, ballet, I think it would work Yeah, well. Oh, Absolutely. that's true. Does that, then does that count in sure. this category? I mean, give it some points. Yeah. I think what it would, to make it a musical, you know, like with musical, especially musical numbers, like you tend to get interior, you get to get inside characters' heads. So I wonder if that would work against what is so sort of like compelling about the movie is that there is mm. the mysteries that we aren't quite sure what's going on with everybody. Whereas like if any of these characters had to like turn and sing a song, they usually would be like, here's what's, here's what's going on inside. It's weird that my commanding officer yeah. is staring at me. Yeah, what are so in a way a musical on? would help the plot of this movie. But I think would, undermine what is so special about it. Right, that's true. I don't think there's too much mystery though about like what people's motivations are in this though. But I think we've been talking a lot about like, is it this, is it that? You know, like there's a lot of stuff going on. Well, to me, I think it's pretty clear that it's like lust, power, passion, all of that stuff. See, but as a gay man, that's that's what okay. you want to well, believe. Yeah. Isn't this, okay, I don't know how, that's the only <laughs> perspective I can speak yeah. from. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think as a music, as a ballet it would do really well. And I would what well, already has love, the choreography done. I mean, exactly. The choreography is down. And I think in terms to see like an all male ballet. Ooh, sold. I'm sold. <laughs> I am sold. You're sold. Um, give it- I can also see this done like in like a smaller venue, but almost maybe this is done like in the round. You like, yeah. you know sure, what I mean? Then it has that feeling of like, the, the part of uh, what is you know, some of the reviews talked about of like, it's not staged in a way, like in a very like traditional way. So like right. in the round, it's right. like you can't really, con- like with a traditional proscenium stage, you can be like, here's the vision, here's the point of view, here's the perspective. Like fun the round, home. You're sort of a little bit like, well, like you're getting what you're, where your ticket is. <laughs> and also in, of terms of the, in terms of the gaze, yeah, so that's a lovely. 360 gaze too. Hello. Mm-hmm. Have you been in that club, 360 gaze? <laughs> They only allow 360 gays in there, though. That's yeah, too many in the times of COVID. That's still too many, <laughs> I say. Well, they're, it's you know, <laughs> they're running, you know, their business is not doing they so. It should be money. 160 in the age of the pandemic. <laughs> era. Oscar, what do you want to give this for musical potential? Uh, I'm going to give it a six. Six. I'm going to give it a one because I think so much of what is exciting and special about the movie would be, as you said earlier, Mark, like it, the only cinema can do this. And That's so, yeah. true. But it could be a musical. I'll give it a sure. six. Anything could be a musical, right? <laughs> I don't know if it'd be great. I think it'd be mostly like stripped down, a lot of, you know, atonal music probably on the score. Ooh. Maybe Annie Lennox. Get her. <laughs> if we can get her. She's always we making Christmas her. albums. Uh, <laughs> all right, our next category, Queer Menace. Well, Galoop does say something vague and menacing takes hold of him when the new guy shows up. I mean, yeah. I mean, talk about his last the queer menace. Yeah. Yeah. I think he is kind of the queer menace. Uh, Yeah. That's a nine for me. A nine. (laughs) I guess so. But I don't think, I think if you think of like queer menace as like this queer 
like character or person has come to our community and it's and we're scared of them. I don't think like Satan sent uh, if that's how you say his name. I don't think he's no, we're saying Galoop is the his so, yeah, Galoop so, is the guy who sends him out to die. Yeah, but like, I I don't know. I to me it's it he's a definitely one. a queer menace to Santan society and society <laughs> <laughs> and to messy beds. <laughs> <laughs> What could be queerer than a messy bed? I'm still going to go one. One. I'm going to go with Oscar and give it a nine. Give it an average of 6.33. All right. Our next, this one's going to be tough. Character actress makes a big swing. Well, there's the woman who throws a rock. I mean, yes. And then <laughs> there is the, the punch. The punch is a, a literal big swing. Yeah, but this is so. character actress. Character actress oh, act, oh sp- uh, not character slash actress. Like I thought. No. <laughs> You can't be both. It's one or the other. Margot Martindale has to come in and do like a Scottish accent. What do we got? <laughs> Just give me the sides. Uh, yeah, this is a stretch. Uh, Bit of a two. stretch. A two. two. I'll give it a one for that rock. Giving it a one. That's the same thing you said after Jungle Cruise. Um, all right, our next category, witches. How witchy is this movie? Uh, mm. I don't think it's witchy at all. I'm trying to find witchy moments, but I don't. That skull is pretty witchy, but no. Is there something witchy about like the ritual, like when they're like, the, especially the one training where they're all like in a circle and Galoop's in the center, right? And doing has, it reminded me of like the end of the Vich when all the girls are together the and they're like in the you know in their ring in the forest flying up, right? That almost when they're like living a, deliciously, yeah. Li- they're finally living deliciously and good for them. Look, I'm not saying this is a 10, but I'm just saying, oh, there was there no, was there's something, points, there's points. There's a there's coven points. almost element to you know, some of I mean, these if, movements. And I mean, yeah, I, in, in a way, dance is a sort of ritualistic and sort of, you know, pagan <laughs> practice. So I've heard the maze about the rhythm it. of the night. Would we and the rhythm of the night. Exactly. Yes. It's exactly. an iconic Halloween song. So <laughs> yes. uh, in that regard, it's getting a three. Three. I'm gonna have to go zero. I just don't think there's any witches or much witches. <laughs> oh, in have this fun, movie. John. Give it something. <laughs> I'll give it. I'll give it a point five. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a three. Giving it a two point seventeen. All right. Next category: gay actors playing gay roles. Now this was tough. I don't have French Wikipedia. <laughs> That was really hard to read. I couldn't find anything on any of the actors. I don't Even think like any of the, if they're yeah, married or anything. I don't think. I don't think are. any of those actors were queer. At least I don't think no. so. I, there's one of the bonus. This isn't anything to do with that, but um, one of the bonus features on the disc. It's uh, the director says like this was like uh, the country of France came to her and said we want you to make a movie about foreignness, and she's like all right. And like, the first thing that came to her mind was like oh foreign legion, like almost as a joke. But then she like that stuck with her, mm. and then she started making it. And then the foreign legion found out about it, and like they were going to give her tanks and all like equipment and stuff. <laughs> oh, but then shit. they found out about like no, you're making a gay movie. We're pulling everything. Oh. So she had to like scramble and do it all on her own, essentially. Wow. Anyways, that's that. Uh, she seems awesome. Uh, so what do you want to give this for gay actors playing gay roles? I do, I mean, this is unconfirmed, but I don't think any of these gay, or at least they're not like, you know, they're not like Harvey Firestein doing, you know, they're not, he's not in the cast. So, uh, Which is the a, a only zero. way you could be gay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like an actor that we all know and love as a gay person right. i'm pretty sure sean hayes is in this i don't know what you're talking about 
Yeah, he's, he's one, one of the, of the women, women complaining about the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's Drugs. the Swiss lady. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go zero as well. Zero. I'm gonna give it a one just in case. Just oh, in good. case. Cover your, yes. Cover my yeah, base. Cover your so if any too. Frenchies come after us. Yeah. Sacre bleu. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to hear it. Save your sacre bleu. Okay, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Our next category: themes of mothers. I would say motherhood is not a big theme of this movie. No, it's not. There's moments though where Santana is like comforted and cared for by the woman on the bus in like a maternal way. Maternal sure. slash nurse. Is that a theme? No, I'm say- I said it wasn't yeah, yeah. a theme, but I'm just saying, yeah. I'm mentioning anything that had to do with mothers. <laughs> also, he didn't have parents. He was, you know, found in the stairwell. Right, so they really doesn't have right. to do anything with mothers. Or maybe it's all about the lack of motherhood. This is what happens. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Oscar? What He's do you want getting to give zero. It? A zero. Uh, yeah, zero, unfortunately. I'll give it a 0.5 for the woman on the bus. All right. Okay, next category, pearl clutching. Anything in this movie? Where As people... in like the anyone in the in the movie doing the clutching of the pearls or a metaphorical I mean, clutching that. of the pearls. Could I was clutching some pearls never. and that where full frontal scene. I was like, oh my oh. God, that, that's penis right there. <laughs> oh. I wasn't expecting this full on peen, but I did. There is like a recurring... Uh, motif, I guess you would say, of like the locals looking at the Legionnaires like, what the fuck are these people doing? You right. know what I mean? They were just like stare right. at them, like bewildered. Like, what are they doing? What is the point of their existence? Is that pearl clutching? No, but it's no. something. I mean, I assume like if you were to pan to the rest of the club in that final scene, some pearls would have been clutched. <laughs> sure. Who's her? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And is she trained? Yeah. Um, Obviously not. (laughs) Where did she study? Yeah, this is maybe two. 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 I'll give it a one. One. Yeah, I'll give it a one. Um, All right, this one's going to be tough. Quips. How quippy is this movie? How many like funny lines are you going to be repeating? They said the funniest thing in Beau (laughs) Trevay. Actually, I uh, took a still of of one of the things that they said. Uh, he was like thinking, uh, and he said, "We all have a trash can deep within." Sure. And that sure. to me was very funny. There I mean, you go. It wasn't meant to be funny at all, but to me, that made me laugh. So there are some quips in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might be mm-hmm. some lost in translation. Definitely. Sure. <laughs> so what do you want? Heirs are known for their rapier wit. <laughs> yeah uh i mean for that one thing one one i will also give it a one for that yeah. one thing i'll also give it a one we're being very generous with that <laughs> all right now we are into the iconic categories so these categories are sort of larger broader umbrella categories um and so we're back to zero to 100 for these mm-hmm all right, the first one, Oscar. How would you rate Botrevi in homoeroticism? Pretty high. <laughs> um, it's pretty much the movie. <laughs> yeah. 95? 95. Yeah, I'm going to go 95 as well. Just for, for no else in that weird exercise where they were aggressively hugging each other. I know, seriously. Like, I'm... what does that train you for? Like, that's what I was wondering. Because, like, they're... Uh, every other exercise they were doing, it was like, oh, yeah, that's fighting or that's, you know, climbing or stuff like that. But that was just like... When does that happen? I guess some days you're gonna have to grab somebody. Really hard. Really, really hard. 
Um, I'm going to give it a hundred just because also there is no like uh, culmination. Fair, there fair, is fair. no like consummation of anything. So it is just that erotic energy charged mm. to the whole thing. There's no release. You love a blue right. ball. I love a blue ball. And that's, I guess that's the dance floor is the ultimate release. That's what um, I've always, that's yeah. my single coming out this yeah. summer. Oh. The dance floor is the ultimate release. <laughs> a little wordy, but we'll see. <laughs> um, giving it a 96.67, tying it with Can't Stop the Music. How about that? Oh my All God. Right. <laughs> it's one of I your favorite movies. Mo- I love that movie so fucking much. <laughs> that, the milkshake, not- YMCA, that is, YMCA is homerotic. That, that should get a hundred. <laughs> People gave it a hundred. We got a hundred on it. It's great. All right, our next in the iconic category, over the top wardrobe. I mean, a lot of what the, the wardrobe foreign- was cool, but I would not call any of it over the top. So I think they're little white hats or over the top. The hats or berets, a little bit. Seem. The short shorts. But that's not over the top though. That's just European. Was <laughs> right. that what it is? Yeah. It's just like very sexy in French, you know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's it's uh, twenty twenty six. Twenty six. I'll go twenty two, mostly for like the women with all of their just fabric, uh, mm-hmm. just like draped on them. I'll give it a twenty five. Finally, last of the iconic categories, camp factor. How campy is Beautravai? I mean, they do set up camp. <laughs> There's literal camps. There's literal yes. camps. That's about it. <laughs> Although I guess dance, you're ending with a dream ballet of rhythm of the night. Yeah, that is happy. pretty. I mean, that is pretty queer. <laughs> it is funny that the whole movie is like this pretty like intense, very thoughtful, you know, movie. But then it ends with like a party. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's just him. <laughs> you know, like it's no, no. One I know else in that this is getting a. I mean, is it campy? No, it's not campy. It's like getting 50, less than fifty. I'm gonna say. Tw- 20 it's getting tw- a 20 20 i'll give it 25 for literal camp and then ending with that weird <laughs> dream ballet all right i got a quick list of campy things i noticed here we go training for a war that never comes a song with kissing noises writing in a diary with a fountain pen i've heard of sleeping in your underwear but sweeping in your underwear fishing without a pole chewing on a bunch of leaves to get high getting your boys together to iron your shirts as a group being a bitch to the person you're most attracted to going to great lengths to make the men a lovely tablescape and most of them don't bother to put a shirt on a beachside cemetery hanging a tapestry of dogs playing pool in the pool room is a little on the nose exploring the domestic habits of the french foreign legion drum circles group shaving and incriminating compass and finally being sung off at the airport i'll give it a 28 yeah i don't consider those <laughs> things camp they're gay but they're, i don't think they're camp more though is that mutually exclusive is that kind of what the whole point of this list i've been doing for over 120 <laughs> episodes is jesus christ things Oscar. can be gay and not campy yeah, but all right, I'm moving on. You guys, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ! <laughs> all right, finally, we're into the crown jewels. So these final categories, we don't rate. We all agreed either gets it or it doesn't. All right, the first one: fifteen percent bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Oscar, I- go ahead. <laughs> People listening right now, Oscar portrayal. made quite the face. I don't know if it was a positive portrayal. And I don't even know if there was a portrayal of gay people. I oh know. My God. It's not really like about homosexuality. It's just, it's more like, I don't know. No, exactly. Yeah. So on a, no. on a micro level. The fact of, that there wasn't know. really a portrayal. I'm just going to say right. no. Yeah, I, I'll say no as well. I would also say no. And finally, 
negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie oh Boat God. Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points. All right, Oscar, that's it. We're done. We're all done. So how do you think it did? I don't know. I, I it, Not well. <laughs> but I think it's an important movie, and I'm so glad that this a movie like this is featured in this podcast because, like, you know, I think that it's a it's a it's a movie for gays, but like a different kind yes. of gay. You it's know, a different I mean? vibe. It's a different yeah, vibe. It's, it's not about being gay. Exactly. I, I don't. I don't know. Like, I like this quieter vibe for this podcast. I think it's very interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad I asked you to come on. Yeah, it's very and cool. talk about it. All right. I will tell you exactly how it did, though. Let's get down to brass tacks. Out of a total possible 2,181.22, Beautravaya has scored 1,247.22, giving it a percentage of 57.18, making it the 64th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Waiting for Guffman, but gayer than Gremlins. I'm surprised by how well it did, I got to be honest. I mean, I mean, there are certain things it did really well in. Like footwork. Yes. Yes. Homoeroticism. (laughs) It's just not campy or it doesn't have like a lot of crazy clothes. Not a lot of drag looks overall. Or or gay people. Or gay. But I think it's like hugely important in terms of like homoeroticism. And I mean, I think it's it's definitely a movie we're checking out. Like it's really you know, I, all the praise it gets, it totally deserves, but I, it is that thing of like, you're, you're doing something else. like, don't, when you say watch a movie, you have to adjust what your expectation is a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Oscar, we never have to adjust our expectations when we <laughs> deal with you. you. Yeah, we deliver. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Oh my goodness. Well, what, I mean, I, I don't, you, I, I don't know. I don't know. What I'm One of your to. four oh, you, podcasts? With some of your Listen, other podcasts. The, my latest podcast, uh, which is pretty fun. John was actually a guest on the podcast, which is oh, very fun. Right. It's called Podcast Killed the Video Star. Yes. And it is a music video podcast where Mano Agapian and I, uh, friend of the pod. Um, yep. Known for his great taste in music. <laughs> <laughs> We are on a quest to find the definitive top 100 music videos of all time. And I'm happy, happy to report that a Madonna music video is currently at the number one spot. Which really? Is nice. Which, which one? one? Can you spoil? Can you guess which one it is? I'm going to guess Vogue. Uh, you That's are what correct, I John. You are correct. <laughs> it is Vogue. Vogue currently sits at number one on our top 100 music videos list of all time. But you can check that out at Podcast Killed the Video Star. How does um, Broken Social Scenes Texaco Bitches, where, what number is that at? You know, you can bring that when we bring you on the podcast. Oh, I can't wait. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won't do well. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, you never know. I love know bringing because, in things that don't do well, though. Listen, you never know because we don't decide. What happens is, Listeners will go on Podcast Kill the Video Star on Instagram and vote for their favorite music video. And the one with the most votes gets to make it to the top 100 music. Uh, my videos. question is, how yeah. many of these people are sitting down to watch like side unseen? Like, I don't know this video. Let me watch it. And then I will vote. Or are they going, oh, no doubt. I know this. Beep, beep. I don't. You know what? I mean, That's a great question. But some of the some of the videos that have gotten past are wild truly great truly <laughs> truly wild so nice it's a very fun uh, podcast it's really fun it's really great uh yeah so podcast kill the video star and then you can follow me personally at ozzymo mm. ozzymo on instagram and twitter nice doing any more awesome. twitch 
oh yeah i'm twitching but it's so random and i don't sure. do it Totes as much. Rando. But, you know, listen you can follow me on twitch if you want to at twitch.tv slash ozzy ozzy underscore mo mo so nice Nice, bro. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Oscar. You're always a dream. And oh, this is so fun. We'll, we'll be, be right back. back. We're back. What a dream he is. He is quite a dream, a, a, a delightful guest. Well, Queen's Choice is now over. We have finished this year's Queen's Choice. So how are you feeling about uh, how the movie did? I mean, I never bring in things that do well. I mean, it did better than Alien Covenant. But I do think <laughs> Beau I think it is Beau I think it's possibly gayer than Midnight Madness, which is, it's lower than right now. But, <laughs> but there's also a different scoring system. There was a different scoring system. Like, do I think Beau is gayer than Last Holiday? I do. But what can you do? What sure, can you do? The, that yeah, is the system. The system is the system. Um, but I do hope people check it out. I do think it's a, I, I Yeah, know. I agree. I know we've said it before. It is one of those movies where it's like a little weird. It's not necessarily what you're going to expect, but you will think about it a lot after the fact. And again, I am looking forward to re-watching it again in a couple months. Just put it on a biggest screen you can. Mm-hmm. Sure. Turn off the phone, turn off the lights and just get lost. In it. <laughs> to not like, even have to take notes. That would be nice too. Oh, uh, can you imagine? Right. So it's such a treat to watch a movie and not have a, my laptop out looking. It categories. really is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what else is a treat is hearing from hmm. you, our listeners. Uh, we got an email from Patrick who had emailed us before. Uh, and Patrick writes, hello. What a delight it was to hear John read my email on the show, but how humiliating that my suggested category already exists. It must rarely come up on the wheel, I guess. Oh, well, at least I got some sass from Mark for it. That was fun. Uh, yes, Patrick had suggested a category which existed already. Uh, Patrick goes the on. Audacity. <laughs> how dare you? Uh, it says, uh, regarding when actual musicals come up in the musical potential category, it would be nice to judge them on the potential as another iconically gay genre or art form, but I certainly can't think of what that would be. Mark's off-the-cuff suggestion of horror movie potential would certainly be funny, but is it gay? Sorry, I only have vague ideas and not an actual suggestion. Goodbye. From Patrick, who says, P.S. I'm a new retirement plan member. Well, thank you. Oh, Patrick. well, thank you, Patrick. Thank you for joining our retirement That's plan. So nice. What's another like gay art form besides? I mean, one man shows, mm, one woman shows, one person shows. Like even anything, um, uh, <laughs> sculpture. Is that gay? <laughs> um, could you crochet it? Um, yeah. Tell all memoirs. <laughs> Maybe like, would you like to see like a juicy behind the scene? You know how like they have like, there's oh, a book right, a tell all. all about all about Eve. Like, right, I have that amazing book. book. Yeah. It's a, like, oh, would you want to read like the behind the scenes, like juicy tell all of oh, this, the making of this movie? Like Sound of Music? Eh. The Apple? Absolutely. Yes. But then also like Apocalypse Now that has like a notorious behind the but scenes. But that would like, be judged as a musical. That's true. So good point. Maybe tell, would you want to read a juicy tell all about the making of the movie? But I'd love that as a category in and of itself, as opposed to like a substitution I mean, it, for musical. We do enough musicals, though it would come up. Well, we'll talk right, about but it. I'm saying we'll like, talk I mean, about yeah, it literally. We're, after yes, this. Th- next week we're gonna have yes, we're 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 deciding next week we are gonna make a few tweaks and adjustments to the to the scoring system. Would you believe it's gonna time. be version 5.0? That's nuts. 
Yes. But I think it's like getting better. Like, I think I think the first time we shifted was the biggest one. The biggest. And since then, it has been like tweaks. I need a little tweaks here and there. Yes. Yes. And if there's anything gay love, it's It's a tweak. It's tweaking. Yeah, we love to tweak. Um, Well, thank you, Patrick. Uh, Yeah, if you guys have any other thoughts or suggestions or uh, we love hearing from you, you can email us at 20queens, T-W-O-OldQueens at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, TWO Old Queens. Follow me on Letterboxd, where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes. And as I mentioned before, we also have a Patreon, Two Old Queens, the retirement plan. Go over there and for $5 a month, we get ex- you get extra an extra episode every week. And also we have merch. If you go to TeePublic and search for Two Old Queens, there's a lot of fun stuff you can buy. And a percentage of all the proceeds goes to the Oprah Project. So you're not just buying merch, you're helping people out. Right, and then That's we'll it. see you next. We do know our movie. We for do next know week. our movie for next week. Yes, I think this would be a popular choice. It's the House Bunny with yes. Anna Faris. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that before, John? I have not seen that one before. Oh, I'm very excited to watch it. All right, that'll be and a fun people one. People love then. it. All right, we'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen, artwork by Conrad Shin, and special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.